The biggest games, the best performances, expert analysis. You are locked on now. Welcome to Locked On Now. I'm your host, Matt George, bringing you from ballpark to ballpark with a fast pass from all of last night's action with insight you can only get from the local experts on the Locked On Podcast Network. We're going around the MLB like you were there for every at-bat. Let's start with the biggest game. They have a history. We know they don't like each other. The Los Angeles Dodgers have not gotten over their World Series loss to the trash can banging, wire wearing Houston Astros. And yet, in hostile territory, the Astros get the better of the Dodgers again. Hey guys, it's Sean Wheelhouse here with the Locked On Astros and the Astros secure game one in LA, three to nothing. Off a Michael Brantley double, Martin Maldonado scores. Jordan Alvarez hits his second hardest hit home run of the season. They win three to nothing behind Lance McCullers. Stellar performance, nine strikeouts, six and two thirds innings. Then they bring in Graveman and Stanek to close the door. The Astros beat the Dodgers after trash cans were thrown on the on the field. Baseballs were thrown at the players in batting practice and Dodgers fans are hurling beers over babies in the stands. It couldn't have been uglier, but what a nice win for the Houston Astros as they take game one and they get set up for the marquee matchup against Max Scherzer. Stay locked in to Locked on Astros for your team every day. Not the start to the revenge series that Los Angeles was hoping for. They still have a couple more shots at them, but they'll have to do a lot better than what they showed on Tuesday night. Well, that was dumb. Hey, what's up? It's Jeff Snyder from Locked On Dodgers. So the one thing we knew coming into tonight was that one really good team was going to win and one really good team was going to lose. Obviously, we hoped it was going to be our really good team that won, but it wasn't. The Astros won three to nothing. Uh, Lance McCullers pitched great for the Astros, uh, shut the Dodgers down, kept them off balance. And when the Dodgers did have a few chances, McCullers stepped up and then the bullpen stepped up and shut those chances down. Walker Bueller pitched great despite not having his best stuff or his best command. Uh, allowed just one run in six innings. Unfortunately, the offense couldn't help him out. And then a questionable managerial decision with the bullpen late in the game allowed the Astros to pad that lead with a two-run homer. Uh, the end result was a 3-0 loss to the Astros, which is a bummer. The crowd was fired up, maybe a little too fired up sometimes. Bueller looked pretty annoyed a couple times uh, at the game being delayed while he was pitching because stuff was thrown on the field. So hopefully the crowd will do better tomorrow, and hopefully the Dodgers offense will do better tomorrow. Max Scherzer is making his Dodgers debut, so hopefully the pitching should be on point, and hopefully the offense can get to Jake Odorizzi better than they got to Lance McCullers. Uh, It's frustrating to lose when the Giants lost also. The Dodgers had a chance to pick up a game in the division. But on the bright side, the Giants lost, so the Dodgers didn't lose any ground. But uh, all in all, a frustrating night. Not the way we wanted this series to start. But the best thing about baseball is there's another game tomorrow. So check check us out on Locked on Dodgers tomorrow morning and every weekday morning. Vince and I will be with you to talk about this game and every Dodger game. And check out the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Arguably the two best teams in baseball, the Astros and Dodgers are sure to put on a show for the remainder of this series. Meanwhile, the San Francisco Giants, the team that's actually in first place in the NL West, they were beaten by an old friend in the best performance. Madison Bumgarner and the San Francisco Giants are synonymous with one another. 
When his career is over, few will remember the Aces' time outside of San Francisco, and it's certainly been a forgettable season with the Arizona Diamondbacks, but tonight's mad bum looked like his old self, except this time it was the Giants that he was torching. Massive Bumgarner tells the D-backs, come get on my shoulders, let's get our revenge game too. Miller Thomas of Locked On Diamondbacks. Mad Bum completely locked in tonight, seven innings, one earned run, using his whole arsenal, fastball, cutter, curveball, changeup, using it all, giving the Giants a nice well-balanced attack. 19 of the first 27 batters face, first pitch strike, completely locked in, and the offense came through just enough. Ahmed and Cabrera, they both come through in the second inning. D-backs go up 3-1, and that's all they need. D-backs now tie up the series 1-1, Two games left in the series, and against the Giants, they have a chance to play spoiler down the stretch. The San Diego Padres route the Oakland A's, the New York Yankees put up 13 runs on Baltimore, and John Lester's Cardinal debut is a rough one. We go around the league next. Let's go around the league. It's not too often the San Diego Padres get to play in Oakland, and after what they did to the A's Tuesday, they might not ever be invited back. Hey, what's up guys? Javier Reyes here of Lockdown Padres. I'm being joined by my buddy Stitch because it was a good game today. The Padres won 8-1. I'm not going to lie to you, I did not expect to be joined by my little buddy here. Say hi, my friend. Hey, what's up, everybody? He's doing really good because Blake Snell had a good game. Usually a Blake Snell start, I'm kind of preparing to have to become the Joker, but it wasn't tonight. He was okay, but... Let me emphasize he was okay. I actually think he got away with a lot of things in this game. I think there was some really great defense played. Will Myers made a really great uh, throw to home plates at one point to nail one of the runners. So that was really nice. Uh, Will Myers hasn't been as usually atrocious defensively this year. So that's kind of nice. Uh, and I think that the Padres kind of got the Shamanaya, but one of the turning points in the game, and I know people sometimes don't believe in momentum because we're talking about baseball fans here. They don't only believe in numbers uh, sometimes, and I think that early on in the game, the, the no-strike three call that Jake Marisnik felt like it was a little bit of a turning point. They scored four runs in that inning, but uh, nonetheless, they do get the W 8-1, to and that was nice, so hopefully they can continue this uh, game momentum into tomorrow's game, uh, afternoon game for me, which should be uh, a, a lot of fun, thankfully. I don't have to stay up until 1 o'clock again. And hopefully they can take that one too, because after that, the Padres don't really play any above 500 team for a good amount of time. So this is a nice point to start off on a win streak. So hopefully they do it. And remember, guys, as always, stay faithful. Just 13 runs for the New York Yankees, no big deal. And they make up some ground in the AL wildcard. This is Stacey Gotsoulias, the host of Locked On Yankees. And the Yankees beat the Orioles 13-1 tonight in Yankee Stadium. But that is not the biggest story of the game. You would think, after the way the Yankees have had trouble scoring most of 2021, that the 13 runs would be the story of the game. No, the pitching was the story of the game. First, you have starter Luis Heal making his major league debut in a spot start in place of Garrett Cole. Pitches six innings, doesn't give up a run, only gives up four hits, strikes out six, has a very strong performance. Steven Writings comes in, makes his major league debut, strikes out three in one inning. Brody Corner comes in, makes his major league debut, pitches two innings, gives up a run, no big deal. Again, it was 13-1. So it's the first time in major league history 
that three pitchers made their debut in a game and they were the only pitchers who pitched in the game. And this is the second time since 1950 that the Yankees had three pitchers make their major league debut in the same game. Last time was September 26, 1950. The last time a starter made his debut and had this good a start, Sam Militello back in August of 1992. I'm old enough to remember watching that start as well. So yeah, I'll have the full recap of this game on the next Locked On Yankees. I'll have everything you need to know about the offense. But again, tonight, the story, the pitching, and the Major League debuts for Luis Heal, Stephen Writings, and Brody Corner. For the other team in New York, the frustrations are mounting. Ryan Finkelstein, host of Locked On Mets. More like Locked On, the most frustrating team to watch in baseball. I don't really know what to say at this point. Came into this week with a bold prediction the Mets would win 7 out of 10 games. They've lost the first two in that stretch. So it looks like I'm shaving this goatee because I can't see this team winning 7 of the next 8 games. Don't think it's happening. Once again, offense can't produce enough runs. They ultimately score 4, but only when the Marlins had 5 and that 4th run was meaningless. Taiwan Walker gets hit hard again. I just, I don't know what to say at this point. Walker is hitting a wall, clearly. First half of the season, only gives up six home runs. Since the All-Star break, he's given up seven. Otherwise, not a bad start. But when you're giving up multiple home runs in that cavernous ballpark in Miami, come on. It's showing that you're still getting hit pretty hard. There's still, hey, what's going on? You know what? It is so frustrating when I have watched, and you can ask around late in Lockdown Marlins, I've watched the failed development of players like Lewis Brinson and Ison Diaz and Jorge Alfaro, and suddenly, because it's August, the Mets are in first, the Marlins are in last, those guys are producing. It is ridiculous to watch, and unfortunately, looks like I'll be watching it live tomorrow. We'll see what happens. I'll be breaking down this game on tomorrow's episode of Locked On Mets, and I'll try not to cry. John Lester's debut for the St. Louis Cardinals didn't go well. St. Louis Cardinals fall 6-1 to to the Atlanta Braves as John Lester's debut is disappointing, and the offense falls flat. I'm Lucas Smith of the Locked On Cardinals podcast. The Cardinals needed innings at the trade deadline. At least that's what they claimed, and they claimed that they got innings. But tonight, John Lester's debut did not go as planned as he only goes five innings, gives up six earned runs to the Atlanta Braves, and it was disastrous from the get-go as the first seven Braves reached base against the veteran left-hander. It was ugly. It just was not a good start, and the Cardinals, who need better starting pitching to win baseball games, did not get that tonight. And that's what they were expecting to get when they acquired Lester and Happ, guys that can eat innings, maybe keep the team in the game And John Lester did not keep his team in the game tonight, like I mentioned, giving up five runs in the first inning. When the pitcher comes to the plate before he throws a pitch, that's usually not a good thing on the road, and that's exactly what Max Fried and the Atlanta Braves did tonight. So Lester fell flat, and the offense fell flat, and the Cardinals fall back to 500. And as it continues to be every other game, good game, bad game, good game, bad game, in this, I I dare to say, roller coaster of a season, But nevertheless, the Cardinals did not pitch, and they did not win. And that is a theme that we have seen throughout the season. This team needs pitching to win. They did not get good pitching tonight from John Lester. And that was a big part, if not the part, as to why they lost. The Cardinals will be looking for a better start from their other addition in J.A. Happ in Wednesday's game. 
and I will be talking about Hap's performance, or the possible Hap performance, as well as John Lester's pass performance on the next episode of Locked on Cardinals. And there you have it. A busy and entertaining night in Major League Baseball made even more enjoyable thanks to the insight of our local experts. For more information and discussion surrounding these games and the top baseball storylines, be sure to tune in to all of our local MLB podcasts on the Locked On Podcast Network. Until next time, I'm Matt George. We'll talk later, but we're always locked on now.